fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn straight. Welcome into the program. It is the pre-Friday celebration, I think, at least. I think, therefore I am. I think it's Thursday, so therefore we're going to run with it as such on our pre-Friday celebration. Hey, welcome into the program. This is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country. Multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very, very much. A big show lined up for you today talking about some of my favorite topical issues, which is how loony the world actually is out there. (laughs) I know that's kind of a common occurrence on this program, but the lack of common sense and reason drives me nuts, which is why we try to bring common sense, reason, and sanity back into the average day conversation. It's tough. It's difficult. But somebody's got to do it and lose the brain cells banging their head against the wall doing it at the same time. Bottom of the hour, Tim Gordon, he'll be joining us on the program today. He is the co-author of the latest book, Don't Go to College. It's kind of a controversial topic on its own by itself, isn't it? There we go. That book, Don't Go to College, as we talk about what alternatives there may be and what's going on in college for you not to want to be there. We'll talk about that at the bottom. But right now... I have to pick a bone with the mainstream media and with the world just in general because I'm a little upset. Not that this affects me because I don't necessarily eat them, but I have to pick the bone because, come on, man, if we can't even solve the problems going into holiday season for Halloween, what the heck are we supposed to do for Christmas time? According to CNN, Hershey Chocolate has now said that it will not be able to meet Halloween demand for this year. Dude. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Bad news for Halloween enthusiasts, according to CNN. This year, you might be out of luck with the candy aisle as they will not be able to fully meet consumer demand. The problem? Consumers are demanding more regular and Halloween-themed candy than Hershey can make for the moment. As many consumer goods and manufacturers have been struggling to meet the surging demand for their products during the pandemic, especially with the ongoing supply chain issues. Blaming it on covid Blaming it on the world and the supply chain problems. And now we won't be able to meet the demand of Hershey chocolate and Halloween. Now, again, I don't eat chocolate. I don't, And that may be triggering for some as well. I get it. I don't eat a whole lot of candy. I don't have a sweet tooth. My wife just goes crazy not understanding how I don't eat a lot of sweets. I don't eat a lot of sweets. Even for birthdays, I don't eat the cake. (laughs) They make me a cake and I maybe eat a sliver, but I don't eat sweets. If I want a snack at the end of the night, I make a bag of chips and salsa. I make a sandwich. I uh, eat like a hamburger or something. That's my snack. I don't eat just regular. I never had much of a sweet tooth. Never enjoyed Once in a while. I can count on one hand the number of times I'll have a bowl of ice cream throughout the year. Because, eh, just don't do it. So it's not going to bother me. But it's more the principle of the thing, man. We can't even supply candy to the kids for trick-or-treating on Halloween because of supply chain issues and with the issues going on right now. And they say there's such a high demand. We're at a 9.2% inflation rate in this nation. We have an official recession, which we'll get to in a second. 
Because yes, we do. I don't care what the Biden administration says. Yes, we are in a recession officially by their definition and the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the Department of Labor and the Federal Reserve. By their definition, we are in a recession. I don't want them to say otherwise. I get it. But that means we've priced people out of the market. That means that people don't have a lot of money. We have a 9.2% inflation rate that we're battling right now, meaning people don't have a lot of expendable cash, but they're using the excuse of such high demand that they can't keep up. I say malarkey. I don't know what the reasoning is on why Hershey can't produce a whole lot of chocolate, but I say malarkey. I don't think there is that much of a demand unless people are still at home with isolation from COVID-19 just hoarding chocolate. And I just don't see that actually happening. The denial and the excuses are running rampant, which leads us right into our topical story of the day. What's trending today? And this really comes from the man in the White House. I hate to say his name because he doesn't remember his name half the time, but the man in the White House... Let's go into the Biden basement. There it is. So he came out and spoke today with a new bill that he's proposed, which is a uh, really a recycling of an old bill that didn't work out anyways before. That was an unpopular one that Joe Manchin stopped. But Joe Biden thinks that this time, this time, he'll be able to make it work. Yesterday, I spoke with uh, both Senator Schumer and Manchin and offered my support for a historic agreement to fight inflation lower costs for American families. All right, hold on. I want to stop right there for just a second. Notice how he said Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is the stickler here. Joe Manchin is the one that stopped the Democrats on the vast majority of their agenda right now. So he's got to run it past Joe Manchin, probably the most powerful Democrat right now in Congress, to make sure that he's okay with this bill. Let's continue. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. <laughs> The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to ask you a question. I have a sibling. I have two siblings. I have a younger brother. And when we were younger, we used to horse around quite a bit. I used to pick on my brother. I feel bad for it now because I love him to death. But we used to pick on each other quite a bit. He was seven years younger than me. So I felt I had to be authoritative as an older brother. And we used to horse around a lot. Now, we never got too physical or too violent or anything. But let's just say back in the day that I used to beat up my brother. I used to hit him on the arm every single day. Every day, I'd just walk by him and just take a nice little whack at him right in the shoulder to the point to where he would have bruises. Now, again, this I didn't do this. My brother was actually a wrestler, and he's taller and stronger than me, and he would wrestle me down in an instant. But I can pretend as long as at the time when he was like six or seven or eight years old and I was a bit older and I got to pick on him while he was at that age. Revenge is a you-know-what when he got older. <laughs> Nonetheless... Uh, let's just say that I did that every single day. I just wail on his arm every time I walked by him to where there was a constant bruise there. Let's say the parents found out that there was a constant bruise and said, Andy, you better do something about that because you can't be bruising your brother. You could do it one of two ways. You could either stop hitting him in the arm every day to where the bruise would go away, or you can hit him again, take his lunch money, Go buy him an ice pack as an investment and then give him the ice pack so that way he can try and heal the bruise while you continue to hit him. That's the logic that the Biden administration has officially taken to battle inflation during the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. What's causing inflation? Massive government spending 
And here's the plan for the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Some of you will see a lot of similarities between the beginning of the Build Back Better initiative. It's not all of it, but we've moved a long way. I'll be going into detail in a minute, but simply put, the bill will lower health care costs for millions of Americans. <clears throat> it will be, and uh, it will be the most important investment, not hyperbole, the most important investment we've ever made in our energy security and developing cost savings uh, and job creating clean energy solutions for the future. It's a big deal. I'll also for the first time in a long time, began to restore fairness to the tax code, began to restore fairness by making the largest corporate nations and large corporations in America pay their fair share without any, without any new taxes on people making under $400,000 a year. Experts, even some experts who have criticized my administration in the past, agree that this bill, this bill will reduce inflationary pressures on the economy. This bill will, in fact, reduce inflationary pressure on the economy. It's a bill that cost, uh, will cut your cost of living and reduce inflation for, and it lowers the deficit. It strengthens our economy for in the long run as well. This bill has won the support of climate leaders like former Vice President Al Gore, who said the bill is, quote, long overdue and a necessary step to ensure the United States takes decisive action on the climate crisis that helps our economy and provides leadership for the world by example. Inflation hawks, like former Secretary of Treasury Larry Summers said, quote, this bill is fighting inflation. Let me say, this bill is fighting inflation. Progressive leaders like Senator Elizabeth Warren said, quote, this bill, this is a bill that truly is about fighting inflation, bringing down the cost for families and putting our country on a sounder economic footing. I was just waiting for the end of quote. Repeat the line. As Joe Biden tried to fumble his way through that speech, we have the Biden Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 that is the reforming, the regurgitation, the recycling of the failed Build Back Better plan from earlier in the year that Joe Manchin stopped that focuses on investing in climate change, expanding government health care, expanding social services to try and give individuals more programs from the federal government to help them. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the grand all genius idea from the idiots in Washington and from the Biden administration himself to try and help battle inflation rates in the country. Inflation rates, by the way, that were caused by massive government spending. Now, I know Democrats try to oppose that, but that's obviously what's happening here because when you spend trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars outside of the federal budget, which is called the deficit that you spent over last year by handing out massive stimulus, quote-unquote, paychecks to individuals, that's what caused an inflation. And then he says, oh, we're just not going to spend as much this year, so we've lowered the deficit. <laughs> and their genius plan is to spend more money by regurgitating the Build Back Better plan. Here's the thing about Democrats. They don't let go, and you got to give them credit. They are stubborn because they just don't let go, and when it fails, they just rebrand it and just pitch it off as another bill, which is exactly what they're doing here with this bill. When you have to have quote, quotes from Al Gore about the environmentalism of this, when you have to have quotes from uh, someone like Pocahontas, to talk about how great of a social program is in here, you're not talking to economic experts. You are talking to politicians with an agenda 
wanting to pass massive social and governmental overhauls to centralize power at the federal level. When you're talking to individuals wanting to give universal health care about how good this bill is, that has nothing to do with inflation. Let me ask you something. If inflation's at 9.2% and all of a sudden they're trying to give you a little bit of a break on your health care expenditures by expanding government uh, government programs, does that actually lower inflation? Or does that just make it more manageable, for those that are on the program at least, more manageable for you to deal with the inflation while the inflation continues to climb? You're not solving anything. You're pouring salt into an open wound and expecting it to just heal all by itself. This is how stupid and how crazy it is that we have leaders in Washington, D.C. right now that are believing this kind of garbage. Let's go into the Biden basement. That's where we've been at, so welcome back out of the Biden basement. I'm glad you made it, and I'm glad you didn't lose all your hair as we've sunk down ourselves into that level. And oh, by the way, yes, we are. Unlike what the Biden administration is trying to say right now, we are in an inflation because by or in a recession, by definition, if you have two quarters of negative GDP growth, which we did first quarter, we had 1.6% loss on the GDP. Last quarter that ended in June, we had a 0.9%. Uh, decrease in the GDP two quarters in a row that by definition means that we're in a recession Democrats can try and argue it and say no 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 job growth is up there look at job growth but we're in a recession and the job growth is just the recovery the continuation of a recovery of six million jobs that were lost during the COVID-19 pandemic when you forced everyone to stay at home while you're trying to say that you've created job growth again man my brain hurts with how stupid the world is today holy cow man the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. The Biden administration going after inflation by spending more money, which makes apparently all the sense in the world when you're in Washington, D.C. I wonder if there's just like a weird odor that floats around D.C. that makes you lose brain cells. I don't know. I mean, after you've been there for a long time, like an Nancy Pelosi or a Chuck Schumer or a Harry Reid, I guess Harry Reid's gone, but everybody else, Joe Biden especially, 50 years up there, you, send, you, you seem to lose just a little bit of your common sensationality. If you've ever had it in the first place, there is that. Bottom of the hour, Tim Gordon will be joining us. Right now, though, Biden continues on how this genius plan will work. Here's how it works. First, the bill finally delivers on a promise that Washington has made for decades to the American people. We're giving Medicare, we're giving Medicare the power to negotiate for lower prescription drug prices. Which <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I just want to try and understand it. Look, again... I don't mind people that have different opinions. Uh, the world runs on differing opinions, on different ideas, on the expansion of consciousness in some way, shape, or form. I'm all about it. Cool. That's great. Believe in anything you want to believe in. If I can at least understand your thought process going from point A to point B and how you came to your conclusion or your agenda, I may not agree with it, but I can at least respect it. But let me try and question this a little bit here. The expansion of Medicare to be able to haggle prices for lower pharmaceutical prices – First off, Donald Trump already did that, so there's that. That's right. Donald Trump did that. Which is why pharmaceutical prices were extremely low, and Trump was even making comments about how the pharmaceutical industry hated his guts. So we already had that, and on day one, Joe Biden repealed that with an executive order and got rid of all the great gains that we made on lowering prescription drugs. Now he wants to do it through a centralized program through the federal government. Number two. Why are we not already not able to do that, which is negotiate for lower drug prices? Why do we have to pay for some of the most expensive pharmaceutical drugs in the world because our government's laid out that way? Number three, what the hell does that have to do with inflation? It means seniors and consumers will pay less for their prescription drugs. Medicare will save in the process about $290 billion. And in addition... It also changes the circumstances for people on Medicare by putting a cap of a maximum $2,000 a year. Is they have to pay no more than $2,000 a year no matter how many prescriptions they have for all the prescription drugs. Okay, again, I ask, what does that have to do with inflation, number one? And how is that supposed to lower inflation when you cap the out-of-pocket expense for an individual through a government program, meaning the rest of the money, where does, where does that come from? Hold on, I'm trying to... I'm trying to remember, where's the rest of the, If you don't pay it out of pocket and the government covers the rest of the bill, which is what Medicare is essentially for, then where does that money come from? I think it comes from China, maybe? Russia? Maybe? No, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, it comes from the paycheck and comes from the taxpayers that actually fund these things through our taxpayer money. So we have to give more money to the government while we're supposed to lower inflation and try and relieve ourselves of inflation, inflation is going to continue to go up with more government spending for us to pay more into the system to cover a program that we can't afford that's going to cause more inflation when the government prints more money. Gotcha. All right. Making sure we're on the same page here. Which is especially important for people with cancer and long-term diseases. It's a godsend. It'll literally be a godsend for many families. <clears throat> Second... The bill locks in place lower health care premiums for the next three years for millions of families. 
All right. Again, not sure what that has to do with inflation during the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. By the way, his comment that we played at the uh, before the break as well, where he talked about the, of course, the typical Democrat socialist talking point of the rich need to pay their fair share. There's a headline from uh, BNANews.com where the latest report shows the 100 wealthiest Americans in the country lost near $622 billion since the month of November of last year. $622 billion. Now, I guess for the quote-unquote richy, rich, evil people that the left hate, that's not a lot of money, but they're losing money already because we're already distributing their wealth and then we're cutting them off on what they can do. And guess what? When the rich people run out of money because we've taken it all, where are we going to get the rest of the money that funds all these programs that we're going to fund with these government expansions? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I think I'm a little fired up today. I don't know why. I've been great all day today. And then just ridiculousness going on in the world gets to you sometimes. (laughs) Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Multiple radio stations all over the place. We always appreciate you joining us. You can find us on our uh, social media at Hoosier Reason, our website at HoosierReason.com. Also, our podcast, The Voice of Reason, with Andy Hoosier on any of your favorite podcasting sites. By the way, a reminder for you, our newsletter is coming out uh, either, not tomorrow for sure, but early next week or middle of next week. But you have some time to sign up for the newsletter. It's totally free. Just go to the website at HoosierReason.com. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. You can sign up. And we'll just, we don't spam you all the time. I promise we just send you a once a month email just talking about our topical issues of the day, our blog that's on there, our latest news from the show and from our Hoosier Media Network and everything else we're doing. So sign up. We get new people that sign up every single month and we appreciate you guys and love you to death at HoosierReason.com. I want to shift gears kind of, sort of, but it's still on the same topic overall as we've talked about the economy and inflation and spending and the budgets of individuals as we get into our latest and what's trending. What's trending today? And happy to have this guy back on the program as it's been a while. Last time we chatted with him, we talked about his uh, one of his previous books, The Case for Patriarchy. But excited as we talk about the latest book, Don't Go to College. That's very triggering for some. What? What? Don't go to college? How dare you? Now, for those that do know and listen to this program in any way, shape, or form, I went to college for two years. And I st- I'm sitting on... 
I got it down a little bit. I'm down to like fifty-five or sixty thousand dollars in student loan debt. I'm getting there. AOC, why the hell haven't you just forgiven my student loans yet? Come on, man. Uh, excited to have on the program with us again, Tim Gordon, with us here. Tim, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm great. Great to be with you guys. Yeah, excited to have you back on the program here. Don't go to college. That's kind of a radical position to take in today's times, isn't it? Maybe. Well, I'm a radical guy, so <laughs> it, it makes sense. Right. It, it's radically common sense. It's radically common sense, yeah. Well, what's what's the case now? And obviously, we, that's a bit of a rhetorical question, but with all the craziness going on in the world, what is the case and what are the alternatives from individuals going to higher education and just going to a four-year college now? Well, it's, it's quite simple. If you want to be a overtaxed, uh, undereducated, gender dysphoric, then, you know, with, with six figures of debt by the time you're 23 years old, then go to college. If you want to be happy and healthy and what pro- what's proven for 50,000 years to be the happiest situation for human beings, to be young and married and starting a large family, then jump into the trades. There's at least five good reasons not to go to college, and, and we can hopefully talk about a couple of them or more here today. Yeah. Before we get into some of the reasons today, when do you think that that shift started? Because I remember my grandparents even still tell me uh, when I was growing up and I was going through school, like you have to go to college. You're not able to get an actual decent job unless you go to college, unless you have that degree. And uh, that generation really was about the only way you're going to be able to survive in the world is if you go to college. So when did that change happen from an actual degree in academics to now we're going to be these wild radical activists? Well, I mean, it turns out, with all due respect, I think your grandparents were wrong. I, I don't think you ever had to go to college to have a happy life. And that's the font of the problem that we see today. It's much exaggerated today. It's expanded and metastasized. But, I mean, it was never right to begin with. Yeah. And, um, you know, the American university experience has certainly changed a little bit. But it was never what a university was meant to be. It, 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 Universe, uh, a medieval institution to impart Christian Aristotelianism to clerics and the sons of aristocrats. It was never an institution to learn a trade. And the, the fact that it's taken to be glorified trade school, uh, you know, as it was even a hundred years ago, that was the beginning of the end. And that was before it became woke. Now that it's woke, you're just going to be a, an insane, undereducated gender dysphoric when you come out the other end anyway. And if you don't, if you stay straight in college, which I guess some kids are graduating heterosexuals now, they are, they've, they've habituated attitudes and moral attitudes that make it all but impossible to be satisfied by a virtuous procreative life of family because habit, habit is the soul of man. And they're essentially going to class by day where they're being ideologically indoctrinated to hear that the family is wicked and post-colonial. And then at night, they're going to 24-7 orgies and they're being overstimulated such that growing habits like that can never be a satisfying life to do what for 50,000 years has been the most satisfying virtuous life for a man. There's definitely, like you mentioned, I mean, there's definitely those opportunities for individuals and they try to shove it in your face and really try to make that the norm at those colleges, which is why, I mean, I went for two years for university. 
And I realized that unless I, I majored in political science, which was my first mistake, because I realized unless I wanted to become a, a teacher or a lawyer, it was a useless degree. And I ended up leaving, plus the, the out-of-state tuition and the living expenses and then the agenda politically, especially with all the activists on that end. It was too much. They crammed this stuff down your throat so badly to where you get... Uh, I mean, you either become, like you mentioned, brainwashing, you go along with it because you don't know any better, or you end up becoming the vast minority at the university to where you're constantly fighting somebody. And then I realized that a broadcasting school is a way better way to go, which, like you said, was a trade school. So talk about some of these these reasons on why we shouldn't be going to college today. Well, it's bad for your wallet. I think a lot of conservatives are waking up to that. So I won't, I won't belabor the point too much. It's the worst kind of debt that you can assume. And uh, it's often billed as good debt, which is staggering because it's the only kind of loan you can take that you can't escape, uh, even with bankruptcy. So it's, it's not just not good debt. It's the worst kind of debt you can take. Also, most of those degrees aren't worth anything. But most conservatives actually know a little something about that. The better reasons are that it's sexualized adult daycare, and it will arrest your development, will retard your growth. And you will be an indebted, sexualized adolescent at age 30, if the statistics that we cite in the book mean anything, the cultural trends mean anything. Whereas your quote-unquote dumb friend that graduated high school, married his high school sweetheart, and took up, say, an asphalt-saving business, is making 100000 a year by the time you're a junior in college. And you were laughing at him for being dumb. Who's the dumb, right? So that's another reason. Morally, it's just corrupt. Intellectually, it's bad for you because uh, it's the opposite of Socratic irony. Socratic irony is knowing the things you don't know. People go to college. They don't learn anything. Um, all of the degrees, women's studies, uh, gender studies, whatever they might be, it's nothing out of the actual intellectual tradition of Western civilization that you're learning. So you're a dumb person who thinks he's educated. And uh, that's a very dangerous position of hubris to be in. So those are at least four reasons right there. There are more to speak of, but it's a shame that conservatives are only waking up to the crass economic realities of six-figure debt. Yeah, there's well, a lot more reasons. Uh, there are a lot of reasons, and I mean, there are some concerns to be there for sure. Absolutely. Are are you seeing a waking up, not just on the economic front, but also with just the opportunities? Are we seeing a growth in the trade schools? I know we've seen a decrease in college enrollments over the last few years, but uh, a lot of that they say is because of the pandemic. I think it's because people don't want to go to college and deal with some of this stuff. But have you seen an increase in individuals going to trade schools across the nation? Yeah, well, time time will time will tell. But the 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 opportunity is there, whether or not. You know, I mean, whether or not individuals start following the trade schools. The trade schools have been in need of matriculation for the last 30 years, where the, the last generation and a half have been the most indoctrinated. So trade schools always had room for us. The question is whether or not we continue to believe falsely that we're too good for them. And I mean, hey, I, I'll be the first one to admit, I have uh, four college degrees. I, I, don't, I don't know how to fix my car if it gets broken. Uh, learning trades with tools is one of the best things a man can do. And all you need is one trade. You don't have to like all of them. And you will, like I said, be making six figures 
by the junior year of your friends who go to college, when they're pulling out six figures per year, you're literally going to travel each, uh, you're traveling in opposite directions. Yeah. The, so it, it, it's, it's very worth it. It's very true like that. Some of the trades that you mentioned, like, you know, being able to fix your car if it breaks down, some of that stuff. Do you think that that even goes a little bit earlier and even further back? And let's say maybe we need to focus on trades uh, in like home ec or auto shop back in high school to where we should know some of those basics even before we get into higher education in college. Absolutely. You know, the feminists had in the 70s, they had home ec courses pulled out of high school because we can't have public education suggesting that women should know how to be wives and mothers, uh, you know, the primary vocation in the world. And we can't teach men how to do things that would enhance their testosterone and adrenaline, like work with tools. But the funny reality of it is this. In the last 10 years, they've begun reintroducing home economics and, of course, a, a uh, gender dysphoric, non-sexually specific way to uh, the two sexes. But they've been doing it in colleges, and they call it adulting because these kids literally don't know how to do laundry. <laughs> they don't know how to use dial phones. They don't know how to achieve basic things for themselves. And it's not because, you know, the way parents out there who are footing the six-figure bill might be laughing. Oh, they're, they're geniuses with the big abstract ideas, and they don't know how to do the simple things. It's not that. They don't, they're, not, they're not being taught, nor could they handle the big abstract ideas. Yeah. They just can't do the simple day-to-day things either. These kids are impotent, worthless, useless when it comes to uh, uh, being a part of an actual economy. You're right, Tim. It is sad because even that word drives me nuts, just that hashtag adulting. When I see that on social media all the time, it drives me nuts. Right out of time, my friend, it is Timothy Gordon. TimothyJGordon.com is the website. Don't go to college is the book. Tim, I appreciate the time, my friend. Good luck with the book. Let's talk again soon. Hey, appreciate it very much. All right, we'll take a break. We'll wrap up the program here right around the corner here on The Voice of Reason. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Right, welcome back into the program. Last couple of minutes here of the show. Thanks again to Tim Gordon coming on the show. Interesting perspective there. Don't go to college. Here's what I will say in response because I'm getting some comments saying, Andy, there's nothing wrong with going to college. Uh, <laughs> look, the way he portrayed it, yes, you know what? There can be some bad things that happen at college. There is an activist movement. I do not agree that it is the vast majority of students. I think it is the vast majority of professors, which has had many professors on the program, uh, talking about the radicalness, how it's near like 50 to 1 ratio of professors that are progressive and socialist to conservatives and Republicans in any way, shape, or form. So, yes, there is a vast uh, bias in professors and the ones that are actually teaching the young adults about life and everything of the sort so that is a major concern now i will say on the other hand that obviously if you want to become a doctor if you want to become a nurse if you want to become a physicist if you want to become an astronomer if you want to become something that requires an intellectual degree like that then yes you need to go to college i do not agree with needing to go to college just for the sake of going to college to have your bachelor's in uh, to have a, a, a what's what's the first of the bachelor right the bachelor's degree in uh, business you don't need to do that I do not feel I do not feel that you need to go to college to get a basic degree that does nothing for you I'm gonna get my degree in psychology okay what are you gonna do with it I'm gonna work at McDonald's all right that way you know how to properly address the customer service and the customers when you come in because you'll know the psychology of when they're angry because there was one uh, uh, McNugget left and missing out of their box <laughs> so yeah i don't think you need to go to college for everything and yes there is a vast minority of individuals there that have the loudest voice that dominate the college culture and i do not like that and i've told you i went to college for two years and i couldn't deal with it i thought it was stupid i wanted to experience the world myself as opposed to sit there and learn about it through a book and i left and i ended up going to the broadcasting school where i learned about radio and tv and voila look at here now we're all over the place trying to grow a radio program that's live streamed on the interweb and on TV and podcasting and everything of the sort. Because guess what? Now we have our understanding, basic understanding, but an understanding nonetheless of multimedia. That's what it's all about. That does not mean that there are not reasons for you to go to college. Uh, you And again, I mean, yeah, there is a social construct there that is unfortunate because that's what they force down your throat. But you can survive. You can't survive, but it's whether you want to. I think that the right now the biggest issue is the fact that, yeah, there are trade schools where you can go get your hands dirty, have the hands-on experience, and walk out and be able to make some good money and have a career. And I strongly encourage that. I think that we need to focus more of that in the public education system, K-12 through as well, where we have auto shop and we have a home ec shop or we have whatever to learn the basic skills of life because I swear if I see another hashtag adulting for my generation 
I went to work today. Hashtag adulting. I cooked dinner tonight. Hashtag adulting. Because my generation, and I apologize for it all the time again, and I'm sorry, but my generation doesn't know how to operate life. And I say that in a grand scheme because obviously there are, I'm one of those that proves that case against it. So there are a vast amount. It is the ones that get all the attention. The other side that gets all the attention to where they think every single night needs to be an ordered in food. And you don't even have to go and pick it up anymore because now you got the whatever the Uber Lyft or the Uber Foods or the Uber Eats or whatever the hell it's called, where you actually have the food delivered to you. Fast food, man. You don't even have to get out of your car and go through the drive through at a fast food joint, and we're too lazy to do that even. So we have an Uber Eats to deliver my McDonald's to me at home. That's taking things to another level of lazy. A lot of the stuff that my generation knows how to do, we know how to do it. We're just lazy. Because we don't want to, or we don't feel that we have to. Let's change that paradigm a little bit, shall we? Let's get them. I still think that my generation, while we're going through college and we're working, we need to be working on like farms or working in a factory or doing something else to pay the way through. I really think the government has um, created an absolute disaster by creating the student loan shenanigans that they have and now they want to forgive them which again falls right into what we've talked about this entire program of yeah you want to forgive the student loans making taxpayers pay for it by printing off more money to inject it into the system to pay off government programs that weren't supposed to be taken care of through the taxpayer system that's going to cause more uh, more inflation that's going to cause more of a strain to the consumer market which means they're going to pass another joe biden inflation um reduction act of 2085 or whatever the hell we're going to start pushing this crap again. Oh, the vicious cycle, the hamster wheel of politics, and it's frustrating and aggravating all at the same time. That's why we fight it, and that's why we're winning, and that's why they're losing their agenda because they're saying some really insane things. That does it for us today. Back at it tomorrow for a Friday to get you set for the weekend. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch The Voice of Reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.